Good morning and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Shia and I will be your reader today. Today is Sunday, the 5th of June or the 6th of Sivan on the Hebrew calendar. Today we celebrate the first day of Shavuot or the Feast of Weeks. And today in history, God gives the Torah on Mount Sinai, Exodus 19, verses 16 through 25. Now Mount Sinai was all in smoke because the Lord descended upon it in fire, and its smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mountain quaked violently when the sound of the trumpet grew louder and louder. And... The Spirit of the Lord is poured out on the disciples in the temple. You can find an account of this in Acts chapter 2. When the fiftieth day had come, they were all together in one place, and suddenly there came from heaven a noise like violent rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And the birth and the death of King David Tradition, 1 Kings chapter 2, verse 10. Then David slept with his fathers and was buried in the city of David. Today's parasha that is portion from the Torah is called Naso, which means take up. Since this is Shavuot, we we will have lots of extra readings. But before we begin any of our readings, let's begin with blessing God and thanking Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation through His people Israel and through all peoples, through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Let's begin with Exodus chapter 19, verse 1 to chapter 20, verse 26. In the third month, after the sons of Israel had gone out of the land of Egypt, on that same day they came to the wilderness of Sinai. And they had departed from Rephidim and had come to the wilderness of Sinai, they camped in the wilderness. And There Israel camped before the mountain. Then Moses went up to God, and God called to him out of the mountain, saying, This is what you shall tell the house of Yaakov, and tell the sons of Israel. You have seen what I did to the Egyptians, and how I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be my own possession among all peoples, for all the earth is mine, and you shall be to me a kingdom of Kohanim and a holy nation. These are the words which you shall speak to the sons of Israel. So Moshe came down and called the elders of the people and said before them, all the words which Adonai commanded him. All the people answered together and said, 
all that Adonai has spoken we will do. So Moshe reported the words of the people to Adonai, and Adonai said to Moshe, Behold, I come to you in a thick cloud, that the people may hear when I speak to you, and may also believe you forever. Moshe told the words of the people to Adonai. Then Adonai said to Moshe, Go to the people and sanctify them today and tomorrow, and let them wash their garments and be ready for the third day. For on the third day, Adonai will come down in the sight of all the people on Mount Sinai. You shall set bounds on the people all around, saying, Be careful that you do not go up on the mountain or touch its border. Whoever touches the mountain shall surely be put to death. No hand shall touch him, but he shall surely be stoned or shot through. Whether it is an animal or man, he shall not live. When the shofar sounds long, they shall come up to the mountain. Moshe went down from the mountain to the people and sanctified the people, and they washed their clothes. And he said to the people, Be ready for the third day. Do not have sexual relations with a woman. And it came to pass on the third day when it was morning that there were thunders and lightnings and a thick cloud on the mountain and the sound of an exceedingly loud shofar and all the people who were in the camp trembled. Moshe led the people out of the camp to meet God and they stood at the lower part of the mountain and all of Mount Sinai smoked, because Adonai descended on it in fire, and its smoke descended like the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mountain trembled greatly. And when the sound of the shofar grew louder and louder, Moshe spoke, and God answered him by a voice. Then Adonai came down on Mount Sinai to the top of the mountain, and Adonai called Moses to the top of the mountain, and Moshe went up. Then Adonai said to Moshe, Go down, warn the people, so that they do not break through Adonai to gaze, and many of them perish. Also let the Kohanim who come near Adonai sanctify themselves, so Adonai does not break out against them. Moshe said to Adonai, the people cannot come up to Mount Sinai, for you warned us, saying, Let bounds around the mountains and sanctify it. Then Adonai said to him, Go down, you shall bring Aharon up with you, but do not let the Kohanim and the people break through and come up to Adonai, or he will break out against them. So Moses went down to the people and told them. God spoke all these words, saying, I am Adonai your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourselves an idol, or, nor any image of anything that is in the heavens above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under, your, under the earth. You shall not bow yourself down to them, nor serve them. For I, Adonai, your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children, on the third and on the fourth generation of those who hate me.
and showing loving kindness to thousands of those who love me and keep my mitzvot. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for Adonai will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Remember the Shabbat day to keep it holy. You shall labor six days and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Shabbat to Adonai your God. You shall not do any work in it, you or your son or your daughter, your male servant or your female servant, or your livestock or your stranger who is in within your gates. For in the six days Adonai made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore Adonai blessed the Shabbat day and made it holy. Honor your father and your mother, and that, that your days may be long in the land which Adonai your God gives you. You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house, you shall not covet your neighbor's wife, his male servant, his female servant, his ox or his donkey, or anything that is your neighbor's. All the people witness the thunders and the lightnings and the sound of the shofar and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they trembled and stayed at a distance. They said to, Mosh uh, to Moshe, speak with us yourself. And we will listen, but do not let God speak with us, or we will die. Moshe said to the people, Do not be afraid, for God has come to test you, and that his fear may be upon you that you do not sin. The people stayed at a distance, and Moshe came near to the thick darkness where God was. And Adonai said to Moses, This is what you shall tell the sons of Israel. You yourselves have seen what I have spoken with you from heaven. You shall not make any gods to be alongside me. Do not make for yourselves gods of silver or gods of gold. You shall make an altar of earth for me, and shall sacrifice on it burnt offerings and your peace offerings, your sheep and your cattle. In every place where I record my name, I will come to you and I will bless you. When you make an altar of stone, you shall not build it of cut stones, for if you lift up your tool on it, you have profaned it. And you shall not go up by steps to my altar, that your nakedness may not be exposed to it. That was Exodus chapter 19 verse 1 through chapter 20 verse 26. Our next portion from the Torah will be Numbers chapter 28, verses 26 through 31. Also in the day of the first fruits, when you offer a new grain offering to Adonai, in your feast of Shavuot, you shall have a holy convocation. You shall do no regular work, but you shall offer a burnt offering for a pleasant aroma to the Lord two young bulls, one ram, seven male lambs a year old, their, and their grain offering, fine flour mixed with oil, three-tenths for each bull, two-tenths for one ram, 
one-tenth for every lamb of the seven lambs, and one male goat to make atonement for you. Besides the continual burnt offering and its grain offering, you shall offer them and their drink offerings. See that they are without blemish. That was Numbers 28, verses 26 through 31. Our Haftarah portion today will be Ezekiel chapter 1, verses 1 through 28, and chapter 3, verse 12. Now it came to pass in the thirteenth year, in the fourth month, on the fifth day of the month, as I was among the captives by the river Chebar, the heavens were opened, and I saw visions of God. In the fifth of the month, which was the fifth year of King Joachim's, Joachim's captivity, the word of the Lord came to Ezekiel the Kohen, the son of Buzi, in the land of the Hasidim by the river Chebar, and the hand of Adonai was there on him. Then I looked, and behold, a stormy wind came out of the north, a great cloud, with flashing lightning and brightness around it, and out of the midst of it, as it were glowing metal out of the midst of fire. Out of the center came the likeness of four living creatures, and this was their appearance. They had the likeness of man, every one had four faces, each one of them had four wings. Their feet were straight feet, the sole of their feet were like the sole of a calf's foot, and they sparkled like burnished bronze. They had the hands of a man under their wings on the four sides, and the four of them had the faces and their wings like this. Their wings were joined to one another. They did not turn when they went, each one went wait went straight forward. As for the likeness of their faces, one they had the face of a man. The four of them had a face of a lion on the right side. The four of them had the face of an ox on the left side. The four of them had also the face of an eagle. Such were their faces. Their wings were spread out above. Two wings of each, one touched another, and two covered their bodies. Each one went straight forward. Where the Ruach was to go, they went. They did not turn when they went. As for the likeness of the living creatures, their appearance was like burning coals of fire, like the appearance of torches. The fire went up and down among the living creatures. The fire was bright, and the lightning went out of the fire. The living creatures ran and returned, as the appearance of a flash of lightning. Now as I saw the living creatures, behold, there was one wheel on the earth beside the living creatures. For each of the four faces of it, the appearance of the wheels and their work was like a barrel. Four of them had one likeness. Their appearance and their work was as it were a wheel within a wheel. When they went, they went in their four directions. They did not turn when they went. 
As for their rims, they were high and dreadful, and the four of them had their rims full of eyes all around. When the living creatures went, the wheels went beside them. When the living creatures were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up. Wherever the Ruach was to go, they went. The Ruach was to go there. The wheels were lifted up beside them, for the spirits of the living creature was in the wheels. When those went, these went, and when those stood, these stood. And when those were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up beside them, for the spirit of the living creature was in the wheels. For the head of the living creature there was a likeness of an expanse, like an awesome, awesome crystal look, stretched out of over their heads above. Under the expanse their wings were straight, one toward another, which covered on this side. Each one had two which covered their bodies on that side. When they went, I heard the noise of their wings like the noise of great waters, like the voice of Shaddai, a noise of tumult like the noise of an army. When they stood, they let down their wings. And there was a voice from above, the expanse that was over their heads. When they stood, they let down their wings. And above the expanse that was over their heads was the likeness of a throne as the appearance of a sapphire stone. On the likeness of the throne was the likeness as the appearance of a man on it above. I saw as it were glowing metal, as the appearance of fire within it all around, from the appearance of his waist and upward, and from the appearance of his waist and downward, I saw it were the appearance of fire, and there was brightness around him. As the appearance of the rainbow that is in a cloud in the day of rain, so was the appearance of the brightness all around. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of Adonai. When I saw it, I fell on my face. I heard the voice that spoke. Then the Ruach lifted me up, and I heard behind me the voice of great rushing, saying, Blessed be the glory of Adonai from his place. That was Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 1 through 28, chapter th and chapter 3, verse 12. Our portion from the writings today will be the whole book of Ruth. Now it came to pass in the days when the judges judged that there was a famine in the land, and a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, went to live in the country of Moab with his wife and two sons. The name of the man was Elimelech, and the name of his wife, Naomi, and the names of his two sons were Machlon and Kilion, Ephratites of Bethlehem, Judah. They came to the country of Moab and lived there. But Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died, and she was left with her two sons. They took for themselves wives of the women of Moab. The name was, of one was Opah, and the name of the other was Ruth. And they dwelt there about ten years. Machlon and Kilion both died, and the woman was bereft of her two children and of her husband.
Then she arose with her daughters-in-law that she might return to the country of Moab, for she had heard in the country of Moab how God had visited his people in giving them bread. She went out of the place where she was, and her two daughters-in-law with her, and they went on the way to return to the land of Yehuda. Naomi said to her two daughters-in-law, Go return, each of you, to your mother's house. May God deal kindly with you as you have dealt with the, with the dead and with me. May God grant you that you may find rest, each one of you, in the house of her husband. And then she kissed them, and they all lifted up their voices and wept. And they said to her, No, but we will will return with you to your place. But Naomi said, Go back, my daughters. Why do you want to go with me? Do I still have sons in my womb, that they may be your husbands? Go back, my daughters. Go your way, for I am too old to have a husband. If I should say, I have hope. If I should ever have a husband tonight, if I could... And should also bear sons. Would you then wait until they were grown? Would you then refrain from having husbands? No, my daughters. For it grieves me seriously for your sakes. For the hand of Adonai has gone out against me. And they lifted up their voices and wept again. Then Opa kissed her mother-in-law. But Ruth stayed with her. And she said, Behold, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and her and her God. Follow your sister-in-law, Ruth said. Do not urge me to leave you, and re- I and to return from following you. For where you go, I will go, and where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people, and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May God do so to me, and more also, if anything but death parts you and me. Then Naomi saw that she was determined to go with her. She stopped urging her. So they both went until they came to Bethlehem. And when they had reached Bethlehem, the city was all excited and about them, and they asked, Is this Naomi? She said to him, Do not call me Naomi. Call me Mara, for Shaddai has dealt bitter- bitterly with me. I went out full, and Adonai has brought me back home again empty. Why do you call me Naomi, since Adonai has testified against me, and Shaddai has afflicted me? So Naomi returned, and Ruth the Moabites and her her daughter-in-law with her, who returned from the land of Moab. And they came to Bethlehem in in the beginning of the barley harvest. Now Naomi had a relative of her husband's, a mighty man of wealth, of the family of Elimelech, and his name was Boaz. And Ruth the Moabites said to Naomi, Let me go now to the field and glean among the ears of grain after him in whose sight I find favor. She said to her, Go, my daughter. She went and came and gleaned the field after the reapers, and she happened to come to the portion of the field belonging to Boaz, who was in the family of Elimelech. Now behold, Boaz came from Bethlehem and said to the reapers, May Adonai be with you. They answered him, May Adonai bless you. And Boaz said to his servant, who was set over the reapers, Whose young lady is this? 
So the servant who was set over the reapers answered, It was the Moabite lady who came back with Naomi out of the country of Moab. And, he, and she said, Please let me clean and gather after the reapers among the sheaves. So she came, and she has continued from the morning until now, except that she rested a little in the house. Then Boaz said to Ruth, Listen, my daughter, do not go to glean in another field, and do not go from here, but stay here close to my maidens. Let your eyes be on the field that they reap, and go after them. Have I not commanded the young men not to touch you? When you are thirsty, go to the vessels and drink from which the young men have drawn. Then she fell on her face and bowed herself to the ground and said to him, Why have I found favor in your sight that you should take knowledge of me since I am a foreigner? Boaz answered, I have been told about all you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband, and how you have left your father, your mother, and the land of your birth to come to the people who you did not know before. And Adonai repay your work, and a full reward be given to you from Adonai, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. And then she said, Let me find favor in your sight, my lord, because you have comforted me, and because you have spoken kindly to your servant, though I am not as one of your servants. At mealtime Boaz said to her, Come here and eat some bread and dip your morsel in the vinegar. So she sat beside the reapers, and they passed her parched grain. And she ate, was satisfied, and left some of it. When she had risen up to glean, Boaz commanded his young men, saying, Let her glean even among the sheaves, and do not reproach her. Also pull out some her for her from the bundles, and leave it. Let her glean, and do not rebuke her. So she gleaned in the field until evening, and she beat out what she had gleaned, and it was about an ephah of barley. She took it up and went to into the city. Then her mother-in-law saw that she had gleaned, and she had brought out and gave to her what she had left after she had enough. And her mother-in-law said to her, Where have you gleaned today? Where have you worked? Blessed is he who has noticed you. So she told her mother-in-law with whom she worked and said, The man who, with whom I work today is Boaz. Naomi said to her daughter-in-law, May he be blessed by Adonai, who has not abandoned his kindness to the living and to the dead. Naomi also said to her, The man is a close relative to us, one of our near kinsmen. Then Ruth the Moabites said, Yes, he said to me, You shall stay close to my men until they have finished all my harvest. Naomi said to Ruth, her daughter-in-law, It is good, my daughter, that you go out with his maidens and that they not meet you in any other field. So she stayed close to the maidens of Boaz to glean to the end of the barley harvest of wheat harvest, and she lived with her mother-in-law. Naomi, her mother-in-law, said to her, My daughter, shall I not seek rest for you, that it may be well with you? Is not Boaz our kinsman, with whose maidens you are? Behold, he will be winnowing barley tonight on the, on the threshing floor. Therefore, wash yourself and anoint yourself and get dressed, and go down to the threshing floor, but do not make yourself known to the man until he is finished eating and drinking. 
And it shall be that when he lies down, you shall note the place where he is lying. Then you shall go in, uncover his feet, and lay down. Then he will tell you what to do. And she said to her, All that you say I will do. Then she went down to the threshing floor and did everything her mother-in-law told her. When Boaz had eaten and drunk and his heart was merry, he went to lie down at the end of the heap of grain. She came softly, uncovered his feet, and lay down. At midnight the man was startled and turned himself, and behold, a woman lay at his feet. He said, Who are you? And she answered, I am Ruth, your servant. Therefore spread the corner of your garment over your servant, for you are a close relative. Then he said, You are blessed by Adonai, my daughter. You have shown more kindness in the latter end than at the beginning, because you do not follow young men with a poor ridge. Now, my daughter, do not be afraid. I will do to you all that you say, for all the city of my people knows that you are a worthy woman. Now it is true that I am a close, close relative, however, there is a closer relative than I. Stay this night, and in the morning, if he will redeem you, good, let him do it. But, he if, but if he is not willing to redeem you, then I will redeem you as Adonai lives. Lie down until the morning. She lay at his feet until the morning. Then she rose up before one could discern another. For he said, Let it not be known that a woman came to the threshing floor. And he said, Bring the mantle that is on you and hold it. She held it, and he measured six measures of barley and laid it on her. And she went to the city, and when she came to her mother-in-law, she said, How did it go, my daughter? And she told her all that the man had done for her, and she said, And he gave me these six measures of barley, for he said, Do not go empty-handed to your mother-in-law. And she said, Wait, my daughter, until you know what will happen, for the man will not rest until he has settled this today. Now Boaz went up to the gate and sat down there. Behold, the close relative of whom Boaz spoke came by. So Boaz said, Come over here, friend, and sit down. He came over and sat down. And he took ten men of the elders of the city, and he said, Sit down here. And they sat down. And he said to the closest relative, Naomi, who has come back out of the country of Moab, is selling the parcel of land which belonged to our brother Elimelech. I thought I should tell you, saying, Buy it before those who sit here and before the elders of my people. If you will redeem it, redeem it. But if you will not redeem it, then tell me that I may know, for there is no one to redeem it besides you, and I am after you. And he said, I will redeem it. And Boaz said, On the day you buy the field from the hand of Naomi, you must buy it also from Ruth the Moabites, the wife of the dead, to raise the name of the dead in his inheritance. I cannot, I cannot redeem it for myself, lest I endanger my own inheritance. Take my right of redemption for yourself, or I cannot redeem it. Now this was the custom of the in former time in Israel concerning redeeming and concerning exchanging to confirm all things. A man took off his sandal and gave it to his neighbor, and this was the way of formalizing the 
transactions in Israel. So the closest relative said to Boaz, Buy it for yourself. Then he took off his sandal, and Boaz said to the elders of all the people, You are witnesses today that I have bought all that is Elimelech's and all that is Kilion and Machlon's from the hand of Naomi. Moreover, Ruth the Moabitess, the wife of Machlon, I have purchased to be my wife, to rise up the name of the dead of his inheritance, that the name of the dead may not be cut off from among his brothers and from the gate of this place. You are the witnesses today. Then all the people who were in the gate and the elders said, We are witnesses. May Adonai make the woman who has come into your house like Rachel and like Leah, which you both which both built the house of Israel, and treat you worthily in Ephrata, and be famous in Bethlehem. And let your house be like the house of Perez, whom Tamar bore to Yehuda, because of the offspring which Adonai has given you, will give you by this woman. So Boaz took Ruth, and she became his wife, and he went into her, and Adonai enabled her to conceive, and she bore her a son. The women said to Naomi, Blessed be Adonai, who has not left you without a redeemer today. Let his, let his name, and he shall be a restorer of life, and sustain you in your old age, for your daughter-in-law who loves you, who is better to you than seven sons, has given birth to him. Naomi took the child, laid him in her bosom, and became to nurse him. The women, her neighbors, gave him a name, saying, This son is born to Naomi, and they named him Ovid, and his father, he is the father of Jesse, the father of David. Now this is the story of the generations of Perez. Perez became the father of Hezron, Hezron became the father of Ram, Ram became the father of Aminadav, and Aminadav became the father of Nachshon. Nachshon became the father of Solomon. Solomon became the father of Boaz. Boaz became the father of Ovid. Ovid became the father of Jesse. And Jesse became the father of David. That was the whole book of Ruth. Now our last portion, which is the Apostles, will be Acts 2, verses 1 through 41. Now when the day of Shavuot had come, and they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came from heaven a sound like the rushing of a mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Tongues like fire appeared and were distributed to them, and one sat on each of them. And they were all filled with the Ruach HaKodesh and began to speak in other languages, as the Ruach gave them the ability to speak. Now there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when this sound occurred, the multitude came together and were confused, because everyone heard them speaking in his own language. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Behold, are not all these who speak Galileans? And how do we hear every one in our own native language? 
Parthians and Medes and Elamites, those dwelling in Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya around Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Judeans and proselytes, Cretans and Arabians, we hear them speaking in our own tongues the mighty works of God. So they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? Others, mocking, said, They are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and spoke out to them, Men of Judea and all who dwell at Jerusalem, let this be known to you, and listen to my words. For these are not drunken as you suppose, seeing as it is only the third hour of the day. But this is what has been spoken through the prophet Joel. It will be in the end of days, says God, that I will pour out my ruach on all flesh, and your sons and your daughters will prophesy, and your young men will see visions, and your old men will dream dreams. And on my servants and on my maidservants, in those days I will pour out my ruach, and they will prophesy. And I will show wonders in the heaven above, and signs on the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun will be turned into darkness, and the moon into blood, before the great and glorious day of the Lord comes. And it shall come to pass, that whoever will call on the name of the Lord will be saved. Men of Israel, hear these words. Yeshua of Nazareth, a man approved by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did through him among you, just as you yourselves also know. Him, being delivered up by the determined counsel and foreknowledge of God, you have taken by the hand of lawless men, crucified and killed, whom God raised up, having freed him from the agony of death, because it was not possible that he should be held by it. For David says concerning him, I saw the Lord always before my face, for he is on my right hand that I should not be moved. Therefore my heart was glad and my tongue rejoiced. Moreover, my flesh also will dwell in hope, because you will not leave my soul in Sheol, neither will you allow your Holy One to see decay. You made known to me the ways of life. You will make me full of gladness with your presence. Brothers, I may tell you freely of the patriarch David that he both died and was buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Therefore, being a prophet, and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him that of the fruit of his body, according to the flesh, he would raise up the Mashiach to sit on his throne. He, foreseeing this, spoke about the resurrection of the Mashiach, that his soul was not left in Sheol, and that his flesh did not see decay. This Yeshua God raised up, to which we are all witnesses. Therefore, being exalted by the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Ruach HaKodesh, he has poured out this, which you now see and hear.
For David did not ascend into the heavens, but he says himself, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand, until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know certainly that God has made him, both Lord and Mashiach, this Yeshua whom you crucified. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart, and said to Peter and the rest of the emissaries, Brothers, what shall we do? Then Peter said to them, Repent, and be immersed, every one of you, in the name of Yeshua the Mashiach, for the forgiveness of sins. And you will receive the gift of the Ruach HaKodesh, for the promise is to you, and to your children, and to all who are far off, even as many as the Lord our God will call to himself. And with many other words he testified and exhorted them, saying, Save yourselves from this crooked generation. Then those who gladly received his word were immersed, and there were added that day about three thousand souls. That was Acts 2, 1 through 41, and it concludes our readings for Shavuot. Um, thank you, thank you to my sweet Shia for reading most of this reading, the entire Megillah, the Scroll of Ruth. I appreciate her so much, and I keep hearing from you all that you love um, hearing her read. So I was really happy today when she insisted that she would really like to record today. Um, was a special blessing. <laughs> At the end, she fell asleep as she was reading. So if you want to listen through after the outro music, I'll let you hear a little bit from the moment when she fell asleep. Uh, that's it from us, though. Thanks so much for listening. May you have a wonderfully happy Shavuot and uh, Shalom from Israel. Israel, hear these words, Yeshua of Nazareth, a man approved by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs which God did 